Welcome to the Sharpway Show. Yes, Friday evening, 7 p.m. on the East Coast. And I'm here with you. And today, I wanted to bring up a small thing that happened this week. It wasn't a, a huge deal in general, but I think it was a big deal, meaning the implications or what it actually meant. And that is our, or my, I can't say our, sorry, for some of you, it's our, um, my, uh, my ruler of my state, His Majesty King Andrew Cuomo II, he had a press conference with Eric Adams. And Eric Adams won the Democratic primary right here in uh, just last month. Finally, through ranked choice voting, for those of you who like ranked choice voting, that was uh, that was the way they went through it, and he won the primary. He did a little bit of a press conference, a little bit, and I'm going to show you Eric Adams and and what I think, what really matters here. Remembering this is New York City, this is the largest city in this in the country, right, and one of the furthest left cities, at least in theory, in the country. So. Listen up, you'll, you'll see what I mean um, by what he says and how he says it. You tell me, maybe I'm nuts. I'm, I'm fine being crazy. You tell me if I'm nuts. Morning. My pleasure to be back in Brooklyn this morning. Uh, and uh, it's my pleasure to be with Eric Adams. Who Pander Pander. Be the next mayor of the city of New York. Uh, now, I want you to hear what he just said. This is the governor of my state. He just said, I'm happy to be here with Eric Adams, who is going to be the next mayor of New York City. Our election is in November. My governor has just said that the November election doesn't matter. My governor just said that if you're not a Democrat, you don't matter. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong with him. At a minimum, look, it's not like everyone doesn't understand that the odds are very high, very high, that Eric Adams is going to be the next mayor of New York City. I'm not doubting that. I'm not living, I'm not living in a fantasy where I think, you know, oh my God, he's never going to win. No, the odds are very, very high. I get it. But this man supposedly is the head of our government, isn't he? And he basically just said, the election doesn't matter. Now, even if he believes that Eric Adams is going to be Eric Adams will be the next uh, mayor of New York City, shouldn't he at least say, you know, who will probably be or who we think will be or whatever the case may be, right? Or the odds are all fair statements. He just said the next mayor. And I'm looking forward to working with him. He's already coordinated him already. Isn't this just blatantly wrong? And if you're not a registered Democrat in New York State, he just told you go to hell. He said, sorry, you you don't matter. That's what he just said. Uh, and I am very, very excited about that. I want to thank Reverend Cohall. Uh, As he just sits here and now panders. Church for their hospitality today. Now, I'm going to pass some of this stuff because a lot of this stuff is just him talking about the same old stuff that he always talks about, right? I mean... He always talks about this stuff. I'm going to move on to a part where Eric Adams begins to speak. The The next couple of minutes is all just Cuomo saying the same stuff about how we're going to make New York great or wherever stuff he says. But I, I want to move on to Eric Adams. He's going to bring him on here. 
Hold on, around maybe this point or so. To reestablish effective progressive government and to show the country. Now, this is what, this is a critical piece they bring up here. Reestablish progressive government. This is a, this is a thing. Democrats now, and this is why I bring this up. You might think, who cares? It's some local press conference. No. The first thing is he's ignored everyone who is a Democrat. But the second thing is he said to bring back progressive government to New York. That's what this entire thing is going to be about. What is progressive government? Now, this is probably not a bad idea if you're a Democrat, because right now, if you're in New York City, progressive, progressive government of Bill de Blasio has not done good for our city at all. So that brand pretty much broken, right? We New Yorkers, if New Yorkers wanted progressive, they wouldn't have got Eric Adams. You're gonna find out, those who don't know, the guy who won the election, he's a former Republican and a former cop. That's the guy New York City voted in in the Democratic primary. Let me say it again. A former Republican, a former cop won the Democratic primary. And now he's saying, well, let me tell you what progressive is. Yeah, because we don't like that here anymore. I mean, that's not true. We, we're still very progressive city, obviously. But what de, Bla- de Blasio is a true believer. As I've told you before, you guys thought I was crazy when I said it. The reason why de Blasio and Cuomo did not get along is Cuomo's not about anything. He's about himself. That's it. He doesn't care whether you're left or right. He would... He would be a libertarian tomorrow if he thought he'd get elected. He'd be a communist tomorrow. He'd be a whatever. He's a Cuomoist. He doesn't care. He just wants power. He'll take any label that it would take to do it. He would do it. Doesn't matter at all. But de Blasio was a true believer. He thinks socialism is the answer. And all you people just messed me up. Otherwise, I would have fixed New York City. Damn those term limits. But New York City didn't do that. New York City said, we're going to grab Eric Adams here. And they're going to talk about though being progressive. How we tackle these project these problems in a progressive, humane, intelligent, effective way. Progressive, intelligent, effective way. What some of you who may not be in New York City don't know, right now, all he's doing is insulting de Blasio. This is a list of insults. Because what he's saying is intelligent, progressive, you know, good effective way, because the mayor right now has done none of those things. And I gotta say. This doesn't happen often, but I agree with our governor. Look, broken clock. Every once in a while, I'm going to agree with the guy. If you're going to tell me de Blasio is a terrible mayor, yes, we would agree on that one. See, that, See, even him and I have something in common. Our, uh, our, our realization that de Blasio was a terrible mayor of New York. See, there we go. We got something together. How we make government work again. I like that. I am excited. I'm excited for all the people in the city of New York and all the people in the state of New York. Let me let me move to a couple of comments. A lot of comments are popping up here. I want to grab some of these here if I can real fast. So, okay. Um, Kirk says, hi. How you doing, Kirk? Uh, yes, I had a typo. Thank you for figuring it out. It's not mayor of mayor. It's mayor of NYC. Thank you for my for finding my typo. I am indeed human. Thank you. John says, Democrats in the primary were all in on the ACAB movement or tough on crime candidates, a.k.a. Eric Adams. And the ACAP, or tough on crime? I'm not sure we going with that, John. M- most New Yorkers, I think, were not for defund the police. That was a that was a problem. 
right? That that was a problem. Um, both were not. Look, a lot of New Yorkers want police reform. A lot of Americans want police reform. I want police reform. I don't want to defund the police. And I think most people don't. I think it was a terrible idea. So, yes. Kirk says, Cuomo is a POS schmuck. I can't believe that jackass is still standing. And and rocking and rolling. I told you all. Yes. I told Excuse me. I told you all. Sam says, conservatives have no place in New York. Governor Cuomo. Yep. He made that comment. It wasn't during the pandemic. It was before the pandemic. I brought it up during the pandemic more than once. But he actually said it actually several years ago. He's never thought that that conservatives have any place in, in, in our state. He's never thought it, Sam. He's been open about it, right? And that much I'll give him. He openly says, conservatives, get out. And sadly, they're listening. And they're leaving. They're going, okay. And they're packing their bags. And they're they're leaving. William says, oh, look, our granny killer on screen. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So Tommy says, I feel Eric Adams will be a good mayor. He needs to address cyber in New York. Larry, contact me, please. Tommy, yes, I've been crazy busy. I'm packing. I'm heading to Albany tomorrow. I'm going to be up upstate. For, for those of you who um, are in New York State or nearby, I will be at the LP event uh, tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to come by, happy to see you. So I've been crazy to, trying to take care of that and, and finish up all the, the last edits on my book also. So crazy busy. But um, to be forward with you, of all the, the Democrats that were running, Eric wasn't a bad one, right? Again, still Democrat. So let me, you know, there's a, there's, there is definitely a spectrum here. He's still a Democrat, but we were going to get a Democrat. That was going to happen in my, in my city. So relatively, eh, not a bad choice. Not a bad choice, relatively. Not at all. Yes. So, all right. Um, Tom, Tom says, from now on, I hear progressive. I hear communist. I think they're trying to break that, Tom. And let me keep going because they're trying to break that. Because they hear you. Go, as goes New York City, goes New York State. Uh, sadly, often true. Woven destiny. Not always. But and sadly, often true. You're going to make New York City better than ever before. You're going to make New York City great again, aren't you? That's our pledge. Okay, better than before. So it's been pretty bad. Who's been the governor for the past 10 years? Oh, right. Yeah, you. Congratulations, Eric Adams. Thank you. Thank you. Already congratulated him. Thank you. Thank Already you congratulated him. And uh, I am so happy that you. Uh, join us here at Lenox Road, and I too want to say congratulations to the pastor, uh, who I consider uh, to be uh, one of the most important spiritual leaders. Now, this is the funny part. Look at where Cuomo stands. Look at where his majesty stands. If any of you have ever watched me MC an event in any way, whether I'm the senior person, junior person, just the MC, wherever I am, when I intro somebody, I edify them in some way. You, Many of you watched me do this. I bring them up. Then I leave because it's their stage. I had my time on stage. Now the other person gets his or her time on stage. That's how it's supposed to work. Not, not his majesty. I'm right there. There's a camera out. I got to be in that shot. Look at that. He just sits there and nods the entire speech. He just stands and goes, mm-hmm, yes, I approve of this message. You are now, you you, you will be a, a fine baron in my kingdom. Yes, that's what he's thinking. Uh, in uh, the Borough of Brooklyn. And also, I uh, agree with you, the way goes. 
I agree New with York you. City I agree with you. New York State, and in fact, goes America. Uh, this is such an important uh, place. Well, this is a this is true, but they've got it in the wrong the wrong way. What they're saying is, you know, if New York fails, the entire country fails. That's not true. Look, the the country will feel it for sure if New York City fails. It's the largest city in the country, so of course we would feel it. But we're relatively spread out. We're re- relatively spread out. The odds of the entire country, you know, collapsing because New York City collapses, it'll be affected. I'm not sure it will collapse, but I will talk politically as I as I have often. New York City is where we try everything. This is why I'm bringing this to your attention. Even if you don't live in New York City, even if you don't live in in New York State, these guys are trying to rebrand the Democratic Party. These guys right here, they are trying to rebrand it away from the far loud left. And look, I'm not a Democrat, obviously, but I think if I was Democrat, I would be advising them to do the same thing. This is not a bad move on their part politically. They want to do it. It's a smart move. You want to move away from the defund the police and all cops are bad. You want to move away from that because a lot of Americans aren't hearing it anymore. So you got to move away towards this. This is a smart move for Democrats. Why do you care if you don't live in New York City? Because watch your Democrats do the same thing. Whatever state you live in, watch your Democrats start doing the same thing. They're trying to bring themselves back. What they want to do, this is the goal, their goal. Their goal is if they can make the loud left as small as possible, then their goal is to make moderate Democrats. That's what Eric Adams is, right? And guys like Cuomo, who's just a whatever, right? Those guys to look like and to feel like, see, we're the mainstream. You can come to us. They're going to paint every Republican as a crazy person who's just ready to go attack the Capitol with a stick tomorrow. That's how they're going to make every guy on the right look. And every guy on the left is, is, who's left of them is look like that's just the, the small, loud ones. We're the real ones. This is their attempt right now. Uh, for all of us. And I'm happy that you, talked, you touched on uh, progressive and what it means to be progressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have made it clear over and over again. I'm going to uh, redefine it. I am the original progressive voice. See, he's old school profession, uh, progressive. Now, I like this. He's a former Republican and a retired cop. But he's the OG. Okay. Or, or old, old school pro- progressive. He's the OP. He's the OP. Uh, in the city. Uh, and being progressive is not what you tweet but what you do to help people on the streets. Now, you're going to find him often do those little rhyme things. That's his thing. He said, it's not social media that elects uh, mayor. It's people on social security. That's what he does. And here he goes, it's not what you tweet. It's what you do to help people in the street. He does a lot of that stuff. That's like his thing. And when we talk about the Rockefeller drug laws, Uh not only did I protest against those draconian laws, as a sergeant in the police department. Yeah. But I went to Albany and put together the coalition that reformed the Rockefeller drug laws. Now, why is he saying this? Again, he wants to make sure that the left in New York City doesn't run away from him. See, I'm 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 left. See, I'm I'm progressive. See, I, I know I'm not de Blasio, but I, I'm a little bit left, right? Marriage equality. Uh, 
did people forget? That was our bill. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> we signed that into law. Uh, when we talk about all of these issues, uh, it didn't start this year. Oh, it you started OG. so many years ago. Okay. Police reform, ending stop and frisk, testifying in federal court uh, to do so. So why does this guy think about this? What what if the person who had won say was uh, say Maya Wiley, who was openly just far left, uh, openly far left, right? Was like, get rid of all the cops. You know, we're going to get rid of all the cars in New York City, right? Like that. She wouldn't say this. Why? Because everyone knows she's left. He's got to say this. So that the left, the far left Democrats don't beat him up too bad because the loud left will eat him alive. And he knows that. So he's like, no, 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 no. I'm okay with you. This, I mean, this is actually not a bad deal for him, right? If I'm him, I'm actually the same thing. It's not a bad deal for him. Uh, Karen says, New York City and New York State are lost. Same goes with California. My concern is the mass migration of these people from these failed states to red states. This is either intentional, which I'm inclined to believe, or they really cannot fathom that the way they vote has consequences. If you are feeling a poorly run corrupt state, you had a hand in making it that way based on your voting record. Very few will learn from this. Caroline, I'm not sure what you're saying is accurate. And, and let me be very clear on what I mean by that. Obviously, people are leaving the blue states for red states. That's obviously true. Correct. No doubt. But you're assuming the people who are leaving that state voted Democrat or voted for progressives. You're assuming they voted blue. Many of them didn't. They voted red. It didn't work. So they left to be more purple. Most New Yorkers actually don't want, most New Yorkers don't actually want red or blue. They want purple. That's what they actually want. So a lot, a lot of the um, New Yorkers aren't moving to heavily red. They're not moving like to Oklahoma, as an example. That's not a common thing. We tend to move to states that we think in our head is more purplish. I think most New Yorkers want that. That's the issue that I think you're finding. Now, there are there people who are blue and voting blue and moving? Yeah, but they're moving to other cities, the cities who are also blue, right? Austin is blue. Dallas is is probably the red-ish of the blue cities, but even Dallas is pretty blue, right? But it's probably red. It's red-ish. Most of the, the Florida cities, most of those are blue, right? Not all, but most of them are blue. Most of the cities are blue. So if they move city to city, yes. But with the COVID lockdowns, Caroline, most of those people are actually moving to suburbs and to rural areas. So it may bounce back and forth. Who knows? Um, Lorenzo says, Bill de Blasio is one of the main reasons I did not return to New York City. I'm in Arizona now. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Byron says, rapist and granny killer. I'm not going to go rapist, Byron. I'm not going to go rapist. Harasser. I think that's true. I'm not going to go rapist. He's definitely a harasser. He may have had assault. I don't know, maybe, but pretty clear he's a harasser. I think that's pretty clear. Granny Keller, yes. Yes. But rapist? I'm just being fair. I don't think the, I don't think he's a rapist. I, it might come out. I'm not saying that he won't come out, but right now it looks like he's not a rapist. He's just he's a bad harasser and a granny killer. Those two things. And I'm just want to be accurate in what he's saying. So, yes. William says progressive, intelligent, effective way. That makes as much sense as our indulgence. Nicely done, William. Nicely done. Yes, I love that. Um, Lorenzo says, and also living in both blue and now a red state, I find people really don't know the definition of socialism. Yeah, I think that's true also. Maybe the goal is to confuse the definition of socialism to actually bring socialism one day. 
Well, to be forward, I think socialism, the definition for most people who would call themselves American socialists has changed, right? It, it is a different way of looking at things. And you know, the more I've listened, you know, yeah, I, I think it is a little bit different. So who knows? Pete says, power-hungry megalomaniac. Yes. The man said the pandemic was the best thing to happen to him because he thought it was. It wound up maybe not being, but yes, absolutely. So uh, politicians love to put down the politicians if they think will increase their, their approval rating. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Totally true. Let me keep going a little bit longer here. Inequality in our classrooms. All of these issues. He didn't say equity. Did you notice that? I know you guys notice when I'm watching these things, I pick up on the nuance. When they say what, when they say what. He did not say equity. He said equality. Equality is much better than equity. Uh, That we look at. We've allowed the term being progressive to be hijacked by those who do not have a track record. See? Put in place real progressive changes. See, I, I love this. This is also brilliant. He doesn't say that the progressives are the are the far lefters or the loud left, I would say, the loud left. He's saying, well, they don't have a track record. That's what it is. See, me and me and the king, we got we got a track record here, right? Me and the king, we got a track record. So we're good. But these other people, they just talk trash. Me and the king, we got this down. And I am not going to uh, surrender of my progressive credentials. Being progressive is not just closing Rikers Island. It's closing the pipeline that feeds Rikers Island. Being progressive is not merely stating that you're going to have a hospital in communities open. It is ensuring that people could have the right health care so they don't have to depend on dialysis centers and uh, hospitals. All Cuomo's doing, if you see him, he's watching the room and nodding his head. He's semi paying attention, but he's seeing, is this guy worthy? Is this guy a worthy ally? Are people buying it? Because when I run next year, I'm going to need Eric Adams to go out there and get the black community to vote for me. That's exactly what Cuomo's thinking. Don't you think he's thinking anything else? He doesn't care about New York City. This is a photo op for him. Now, Eric Adams is happy to get his face in the news, too. Don't get me wrong. If I was Eric, I'd be feeling the same way. Good to get my face in the news. I'm not mad at him for it. I'm looking at Cuomo's doing. Cuomo's standing right there. It's a photo op for him, and he's looking at all of the – he's looking right now at all of the reporters and people in the room. How are they taking this? Are they buying it? Is it good? Is this guy a useful tool for me for when I run next year? If you think he's thinking anything else, you don't know him. Progressive not merely having a school building. It is ensuring that our children have the right tools inside those school buildings that are really far beyond what people are even talking about. Something simple as washing machines. You have children. He's not even, if you look at Cuomo, he's not even saying yes. He's not smiling. That brain right now is thinking, okay, it's working. Yep. Okay. about that guy? What's that kind of thing? What's that? He is all on politics right now. All on politics. And he says, if I can get this Eric Adams guy, Yes. This is the guy who will make sure I win. I win. I win any primary challenge. And I still win that the the, uh, the the seat again. Children who are not going to school every day because they don't have clean clothing, and that is the difference in our style of progressive leadership. And I I agree with you. We see. see I I agree with the king. 
we are we are right there to eye yep that we must put in place real changes for people on the ground and that's what i represent mm -hmm. i said it then and i said it again i am the face of the democratic party look how good this is he says i am the face of the democratic party don't look at this guy here no no it's me but when I say vote for this guy, you got to vote for this guy. Now, there's a good thing for New York City residents, to be forward with you. Cuomo's going to give this guy tons of money. He's going to throw tons of money at New York City. The rest of the state, sorry, you're not getting anything. The money's all going to go to him because he's playing the lackey game. He's doing the right thing. This is why Eric Adams is doing it. He wants the cash. He knows the city's in trouble. So he says, give me some of them Biden bucks. Cuomo's going to get the Biden bucks. And give it right to Eric Adams. That's why Eric Adams is doing this. You think Eric Adams cares about Cuomo? Not at all. But he's like, oh, you got the, you got the bucks? I'm in. Let's do this. That's, that's what this alliance is right now. But he also wants to make New Yorkers feel better because there was a big fight constantly between de Blasio and Cuomo. Well, not that Eric Adams won. Eric Adams can work with Cuomo. Clearly, the problem wasn't Cuomo. The problem was de Blasio. This is brilliant. Those countless number of men and women, everyday workers, that they want safe streets, mm -hmm. they want their children educated, they want to stop hearing gunshots instead of alarm clocks. See that? Gunshots instead of alarm clocks. This is his thing. They want to ensure that they can be employed and live in an affordable city. Those are the That's an important thing. I agree. Let me grab some more comments if I can. You guys are, are, are popping a bunch of these. So, yes. Um, Pete says, remember when Cuomo said government is more important now than ever? That's like every day, Pete. That's like every day. Yes. Yes. Um, David says, are you going to be at the all at an opening this weekend for libertarian fundraiser? I am. I will be there. Yes. I will be there tomorrow in, uh, for the fundraiser. I will. Yes. And I'll be there for some of the business, uh, part two. Yes. I'll be at both of those. Of course I will. Yes. I try to, um, Cuomo must be trying for another Emmy. Well, Yeah. Now he gets, is this like a supporting role? Is that what he gets? Yes. William says, I hear progressive. I think Federal Reserve. Ooh, William, I like that. Income tax amendment. Yep. <clears throat> and Woodrow Wilson. And know where, and, and know it's where the worst things happen to our public. Yep, that's good. Yes. Sam says, be careful where the puppet master puts his hands. We all know our governor's handsy. Yeah, he's in a bad spot, right? He's in a bad spot. But then no, no, you gotta remember. Our governor's a bully, right? So he's not going to mess with Eric. Eric Adams would literally knock him out. I mean, he would literally just turn around and knock him right out. That's what Eric, I, he would literally spin, right right cross, right hook, one of the two, probably right cross, and he would just drop him. So he knows that. He's not messing with Eric. He, he's got the mental stuff going on, nothing physical, not going to work. So, all right. Um, John, says, Larry, what should we expect from Mr. Adams on police reform, civil liberties and such? Um, he isn't going to be that bad. This is, I think Tommy's right with this, right? He's, re he's relatively moderate. He's relatively moderate. I think there'll be some adjustments to policing. He'll reform the police force, but that's about it. He's a former cop. He did 20 years as police force. The cops know him. He's not going to be crazy. I mean, they didn't endorse him, but he doesn't care. He's, it's going to be very moderate. I think it's going to be much at all. Very moderate. I wouldn't expect much reform. It's going to be basically same as always. Get rid of the crime. New Yorkers will be quiet because the crime will go down. And that's it. Yes. Um, Barry says, if New York fails, then turn it into a penal colony like Escape from New York. All right. I got, I want to, 
Hey, Barry, you're going to be Snake Plissken? You're going to come on in to save the president? I love that. That was a good movie. I mean, it was a cheesy movie, obviously, a cult classic. But in the 80s, when I was a youngster, I thought it was a cool movie. So if you there was an Escape from New York, and then it was Escape from L.A., which was really bad. But then again, I was older, so maybe that's why. Yes. Kirk says, what, what the hell is an old school progressive? It's what we say it is, Kirk, right? If the party says two plus two is five, then two plus two is five. So just remember that two plus two is what the party says it is. So old school progressive. It's what his majesty deems it is. His majesty says this guy. So there we go. Yes. So so can we get classical liberals back? That would be cool. William. I like that. That'd be nice. But no, I think we've lost that one. I think we've, we've already lost that one. Yeah. So that's good. Lorenzo says, I remembered Eric Adams for mentioning a plant-based diet that reverses his diabetes. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Is that right? That's interesting. Interesting. Huh. Okay. And Missy says, oh, yeah, bless. Please help. Thank you, Missy, for posting that. Please support the show, guys. Please like, comment, and share. It does matter. It's important that we like, comment, and share, getting past the shadow banning that I constantly get. Please help me out. And please support my sponsors, the world's smallest political quiz. Click the link that is in the description. Click that link. Take the world's smallest political quiz. If you've already taken it, no worries. Share it so someone else can take it. And if you haven't taken it, please take it and then share it so others can see that you took it. It's a very interesting test. It's like a minute. Please take that. If you want to support me personally, you can. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. 10 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever you got. If you're making those big dollars, throw me 100 bucks if you're making it. If not, no worries. 10 bucks is fine. If you can't do that, no worries. Like, comment, share. That's free. Taking that political quiz. That's free. You can just take that. Help me out and subscribe to my YouTube page and also to my Twitter. Do those things. Please do them. It does matter. It's how I get past the shadow banning. Please do your best to make that happen. And it's free. So even better. I love that. So Michael says, good evening, Larry. A little off topic, but Spike Cohen had a statement regarding indigenous residential schools. Why are we bringing this up? Huh? Is that a thing now? And I don't, I don't mean to be flippant. But I've heard a couple of indigenous things recently. Yeah, you know what? Let me look at it, Michael. Yeah. Can you do a show regarding this issue and how you inter- interact with First Nations people if you become governor? Please know First Nations is, is what is what most Canadians call Native Americans. They call them First Nation. Uh, most Canadians call it that. Most Americans call them Native Americans. Uh, but yes, it's it, yeah. You know, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, all right, fine. There's that. I, I will I will look into this, Michael. I will. I always thought this was a Canadian issue, but I'm happy to bring it up. I say I won't, I'll talk about anything, so I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. Nathan says, Larry, it's crazy. Seeing quite a few New York tags and then move back to no way. Oklahoma City? Almost every day? Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I'm wrong. We're moving to Oklahoma, too. We're going everywhere. Wow, I didn't think we were going to Oklahoma. There we go. <laughs> Guess we're going to Oklahoma. There we go. Roma says, is he going to make New York City safer? I know he's a former cop, but I hear he's, he's anti-cop. Roma, he's not. He's not anti-cop. He's just not as hardcore as 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 most, right? He's uh, he's not anti-cop. He used to be a cop. He's not anti-cop. He's not, he's not going to let nothing happen, but he's not going to do radical reform. As I, was, I said earlier, it's going to be mediocre reform, which is not necessarily a, not necessarily a bad thing, but... It's not a great thing. It's not a great thing. So, yes. 
Uh, Byron's okay. I'll concede to harasser. Yeah, I'm just saying, right? We know he's a harasser. Rapist, that hasn't come out yet. That could come out. I don't think that's beyond him. But I don't think he's done it yet, or at least it hasn't come out yet. We'll, we'll see. But he's a harasser and a granny killer. Granny killer is true. That's done. We get that. That's done also. But the rapist piece, and, and I know I'm being a nudge when I say that, but we do, there is a difference between sexual harassment, sexual assault, and rape. They are all bad, and we should discourage all of them. I'm just saying there's a difference, right? There's a difference in, in impact, a difference in, in, in intent, a difference in everything. It is different, right? And I don't want to insult or somehow downgrade someone who has to go through the trauma of rape compared to the person who has to go through the trauma of harassment. They are both trauma, both, both tough, but clearly, clearly rape is worse. Clearly. So I, I, if everybody's a rapist, then it has no power. And the, and the people who really had to go through that, you, you, you disrespect them, right? And you make the harasser as bad as the rapist, which means you're making the rapist as bad as a harasser. You're making the rapist not as aggressive or, or hard either. And a rapist, a harasser is bad. Rapist, way worse. So I know I'm being a nudge, but in our culture, society, we tend to always go, he's a rapist over anything. And there are rapists out there who need to be called exactly that. And people who have to survive rape who it's different than surviving surviving being harassed. That's all. I know I'm going to nudge. It's on purpose. So just so you know. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see if, um, see if I can keep moving on here if I can. Uh, thank God, equity, equality. Yes, yes. And that's what he said. Again, it's a word. He's choosing his words specifically because of that. Absolutely. He's choosing his words that way because he knows what's happening. Yes, um, Jamie says, socialism, communism, Marxism is all the same. It ends with no freedoms in individuality. What, I, that's a tough one because I see where you're going with that. Um, how do I touch this issue with the right, uh, the right nuance? Jamie, I think the right nuance is they're all going in the same direction. They end the same. That's accurate. But they come differently, and it matters because the entryway is important. If someone calls themselves a Marxist or ML, a Marxist, Leninist, anything like that, they're saying that they're off the bat, they're okay with taking stuff and violence. Like, they're okay with it. They get it. They get that socialism always ends in some way, shape, or form with prison and prison camps and such. They get it. A person who calls themselves socialist, most of them don't actually understand it. They don't get it to the earlier point. I forgot, was it Lorenzo who said that? Someone said that people don't know what socialism is. That's why it's different. Because if someone says, I'm a Marxist, like they did their homework, right? You don't call yourself a Marxist unless you've done your homework. Lots of people call themselves socialists and have no idea what that is. So that's why I want to say there's a difference. That makes any sense, right? You're correct. It ends in the same spot. But how we speak to somebody and how we try to pull them back matters. If someone calls themselves a market Marxist, 
That's a tough sale. That's a tough sale, right? If you're openly calling yourself a Marxist Leninist, that's a tough sale to get to get you. Not that I can't get you, and it might take me more time and energy, but that's a tough sale. I got to realize what I got to invest in that one. Someone calls himself a socialist, that's turnable. That's turnable. That person is the vote for us. The Marxist? Ugh. So I, that's the nuance I want to bring up, Jamie. I get where you're going, but I just wanted to make sure we see that the reason why I care about them is because the entry is different and the self-acknowledgement is very different. William says, diversity, inclusion, equity, a.k.a. D.I.E. is communist ideology, along with critical race applied principles, a.k.a. crap. That, that's funny. That crap is funny in the schools. That's that's very good. But no, um, they're not communist ideology. Oh God, they are. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Well, this is my my night Friday night nudge. That's me. I'm being a nudge on everybody tonight. I'm sorry. I, I I'm being I was a nudge on every one of you. I'm being a nudge on you too. Yes, they are communist ideology today, but but they're not. They they haven't always been, and they came from different areas. They come together, but that's not the reason for it, right? The the goal of diversity in a business and environment is to get diversity of thought. The goal of inclusion in a business environment is to get all those thoughts onto the table so that everyone feels like they can give their opinions and their value and everyone can get on board. So there is a DNI value, which is why it used to just be DNI. Now it's DEI, but they added equity. Equity is a recent thing. Some of you may not know this. Equity is relatively recent, last five years maybe. Prior to that was always DI, diversity and inclusion, which for business purposes is a smart thing if it's diversity of thought and inclusion. Many people now will join on board, but it hasn't become that. It's become affirmative action, and it wasn't that before. That's what it's become. So your your points, your your concern and worry about it is valid, but there is also a nuance to that. The equity piece is a newer piece. DI has been around for a while. I used to DI work years ago. So, and I still do sometimes. People ask me. I will I will still do it if people ask me. Um, but once you add the equity piece, now that's that makes it basically an, a type of affirmative action. And is it communist ideology? Critical race theory isn't either. Critical race theory is like from the, is it 60s? I forgot, 60s, 70s. I've, I've actually forgotten. 60s, 60s or 70s, communist ideology is, you know, over 100 years old, right? So, yeah, it's they're, they're, they're connected now, but they're not communist. Uh, they're, not, they're not brought in together, if that makes any sense. And as I did a show on CRT about a month ago or so, and I brought up what it's actually about and what's actually happening, there is, there is something there too. So, anyway, let me grab this, keep going here. Um, spitting rhymes. He is. That's his thing. He he does that. Yes. That, that is absolutely his thing. Yes. Bridget says, why can't people see that Cuomo only seeks ultimate power? It is so obvious, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It is. Let me keep going. Bread and butter issues that I believe is crucial uh, to not only the city of New York, but this entire uh, country. And I'm team New York. I'm team New York. I do like that. Does actually sound good. I'm Team New York. That's a good one, right? He's got he's got some good sound bites. He's got a couple of those. He's good at that. I don't know if it's him or his team, but good stuff. I am not going to engage in all the differences in a debate. Uh, I wear one jersey, New York one City. One jersey. That is who I'm going to stand up for. I did it as a cop. 
when I put on a bulletproof vest for 22 years and I stood on the street corners and protected the children and families of the city. My son won't grow up in a city that I grew up in. That is not going to happen. But a 13-year-old baby assassinated in the Bronx. Now, I, I love I love how he, he brings this up. A 13-year-old baby assassinated. No hyperbole there, but let me move on as he keeps going. Watch what he says. In broad daylight. And broad daylight. What appears to be a retaliatory shooting. A retaliatory shooting. He said that. Now, what does that mean? A retaliatory shooting. Did that kid shoot someone? That person shot back? What does that mean? That means gang violence. That's what a retaliatory shooting means. You don't get retaliatory shootings unless you have gangs. That's how that works. Why do you have gangs? Specifically, 13-year-old kids in gangs. And gang violence to where you would shoot a 13-year-old in broad daylight. Why do you have that? Black market. I've been saying this for months and no one seems to hear me no matter what I say. Guys, please like, comment, share so someone will hear me. It's the black market. This isn't random shooting because kids are bored. It is the black market. Why is there a black market? Why are 13-year-olds doing this? Because you locked them out of school and you locked everyone out of their jobs and their purposes. You removed all of that so that now there is a massive black market in New York State and across the country. But heavily in New York City because there's 8 million of us cramped on these five little islands we got. Well, not five islands, five boroughs, right? Three islands, five boroughs. So we're cramped in this thing. So the black market's huge here. That's why it's happening. There's This is street justice. You just said so. So you can do all these programs if you want, or you can just end the black market and, and the crime goes away. Larry, are you saying crime goes away when you get rid of the black market? Yeah. We saw it after Prohibition went away. Yes, that's what happens. Less people get shot, less cops die. Everybody, everything's better with less black markets. And no one wants to talk about that. I am. That's unacceptable. Okay, do so. I appreciate uh, not only the president of the United States, our president. He is loving this. Look at that when he actually smiles. He's like, this is about the nation. And President of the United States, I guess it's going to his head a little bit. I don't know if he actually thought he was going to win this thing. I mean, he was the, the Brooklyn Borough president, which doesn't mean anything. It's like I'm the president of the, I don't know. I'm the president of the chairs in the schoolyard. I don't know. That's the same thing. Has no power, but it's fine. It does sound cool. Brought this conversation uh, to our nation's capital. We have ignored this conversation so much, and it was frustrating. Yeah. The guy who was ignoring it, he's to your left right now. The guy who was ignoring it for 10 years, he's right there. He's to your left. Look, he's the guy who's been ignoring it. To hear everyone talk about assault rifles. We have a handgun problem. Now, I I like and hate that. Both. I like and hate that. I like that he finally was like, stop with the assault rifle stuff. Now, Cuomo don't like that. He's like, I'm all about safe that safe act and assault rifles. He's all about Cuomo's all about getting rid of assault rifles. That's like his thing. And he'll make an assault rifle 
whatever, whatever he doesn't like today. I don't like rifles that are, I don't know, 17 inches long. Let's just say that. Boom, assault rifle. Why? Because I said so. It's got, I don't know, a pistol grip. What's that mean? Assault rifle. Oh, okay. That's that's literally how he makes the safe act and all his laws. He just randomly says something as an assault rifle if it has this thing that I don't like. So the plastic itself is evil. Anyway, I don't walk on, walk on that road. But at least he said that. Now, I'm sure inside, you would think inside right now, Cuomo's like, shut up with your assault rifle. It's like, that's like my jam. Shut up. Cuomo's not. He's looking at the audience today. Is this landing? Look how calculating is. Is this landing? Eric Adams just just slammed the safe act and said it's useless. Just said it right now. He said it doesn't matter. We got handguns. Now, the second part is it's not a handgun problem. I that's the part I hate. The part I like is he recognized all this assault weapon stuff is dumb and makes no sense, and he was dismissive of it as we all should be. It's correct. But then he goes to the we got a handgun problem. No, you have a black market problem. As I just said earlier, the kids don't buy guns if there's no need for retaliatory attacks if they can just call the cops and go to courts. <gasps> black market, they can't. But the victims are black and brown and poor. Yes. You know why the victims are black and brown and poor, Mr. Smiley? You know why they are? Because the, the jobs that you shut down that you can't work from home are usually worked by black and brown and poor people like deliveries and in stores and places like that, services like that. But if you're a, I don't know, if, you, if you're if you an accounts payable clerk, you could probably do that from home. You probably could, right? You probably could. I mean, I'm not an expert in accounts payable, but I'm assuming you could do something like that at home. You're an AR clerk. You could probably do that, right? You're an accountant. Do that from home. You're any type of lawyer or law clerk, or if you're an, uh, a legal secretary or any of those types of jobs, most of that you can do from home. Not all, but most of it you could. I mean, you're not devastated. You clean houses? Tough. What are you going to do? You're a server? You work in a store? That's the game, right? And now to see the governor continue to amplify this conversation. See that? The governor is amplifying this conversation. Man, so good. I'm so glad he's amplifying the conversation. He's not helping at all. He's just making things worse, but at least the conversation is amplified. I guess that, does that get me a job? I don't remember. Do we, do we make money if, if some, like, wait a minute, how do I get paid? I don't get paid when it's amplified. Okay, I changed my mind. That's not valuable. Remember when we talked about the high-speed ballistic ammunition and we pushed that through Albany. Mm-hmm. We have to engage in this conversation. It's happening every day. Yeah, the high-speed ballistic ammunition, right? That's the, the cop killer bullet, right? Okay, I'm going to tell you something that's going to drive some of you crazy. The, 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 the New York City Police Force is about 40,000 cops strong. Yeah, I said it, 40,000 cops strong. That's more than the population of most counties in America, right? Individual counties. 40,000 cops that's all in New York City. You know how many have been killed in the last, I don't know, five years? Like three. Yeah, like three or four. I mean, hardly any. And you know who's killed those cops? Other cops. Yeah. 
if you're a cop in New York City, you have a better chance of being shot by another cop than you do by any civilian or bad guy or whatever. We don't really shoot cops. I mean, we did. There was an assassination uh, of cops uh, like five years ago. I forgot what it was. It does happen sometimes. I'm, I'm not saying it's, it doesn't happen. It's just super rare. And when they do it, they walk up on the cop and shoot them in the head. The the, the bullets are they kill each other. They're not. They're called cop killer bullets, but they're not meant to kill cops because we're not killing cops. It doesn't happen in my city. Oh, barely. I, I don't want to. It's hyperbole for me to say it doesn't happen. It's super rare. Super rare. And Another law that changed nothing. But not a heavy-handed policing model, a holistic model. Holistic. And what the case. governor is rolling out, it is a compliment to what the president of the United States stated. Man, Eric, this part I don't like. I get what you're doing. I do. It's politics. You got to say I'm one of you guys, right? I know I used to be a Republican. I know I was a cop, but I'm one of you now. I know you're going to do that. You got to make sure you're kissing all the rings. They think you're, they think he's a closet Republican or something. He's not. But he, they think he might not be one of them. So now he's got to overcompensate. Now he's like, everything that Biden's doing is awesome. And my king is, is amazing. I, I, I bend the knee to both the king and the emperor. How do we do employment, youth engagement? Yeah. Yeah. Making sure we put money into the hotspots, crisis management teams. Yeah. How do we redefine? the ecosystem of public safety so that we can identify what is the police role in that uh-huh. ecosystem as well as some of the other entities in that system. So so his plan is going to be spend more money on other stuff to support the cops. And treat gun violence as a public health emergency. That's what, that's what the governor said. Don't play that game. It's public health. Gun violence is public health. So you don't want to get shot, eat right. That's it. How many veggies you eating? See, that's why you got shot. Should have had more vegetables. Public health. Should you, should you bullet vaccination? You didn't get your bullet vaccine? That's why you got shot. So you got your bullet vaccine. Public health. I can't imagine how dumb this is. We push back on the pandemic and reopen our city. Now we have to deal with the pandemic of violence. That's real. That you guys created. Well, you didn't. I mean, you weren't. You were. You were the Brooklyn Borough President. Which you had no power. So, okay, you, you're not you, but your Lord and Master to your left, it's his fault. That's it. The guy who did this stuff, that, the guy that had created the problems you have to fix, that's the guy that's next to you. He's right there. Many of us in this room, we're insulated from it. We are. If I were to ask you, do you know someone who was shot and killed in the last year, your hands won't go up. Oh, do I know who was shot and killed last year? That's a good question. Do I know anybody who was shot and killed in the last year? None of my close friends were that. I, I remember that. So none of them. I know a lot of people. I might know someone who was shot and killed. Maybe. Maybe. But, but not in New York City, though. Go into a classroom in Brownsville and ask a classroom of students, how many of you lost someone to gun violence? How many of you... This is the part that drives me crazy. How many of you lost someone to gun violence? Why is it why is it gun violence? How about how about how many of you lost someone to violence? How about street violence or violence? Why is it so someone brings in, well, my dad got stabbed. 
I don't care about you and your stupid dad getting stabbed. Did he get shot? No. Well, then put your hand down, loser. That's what he's saying. If I lost my mother or father, I don't care how I lost them, whether it's a gun or a knife or they fell off a, a bridge. What do I care? I lost my mother or father. I lost my brother or my sister. Like when there's murder, right? When you murder someone, then it go, all right, he got murdered. It's just knife murder or gun murder. Why is it murder or is it not murder? Why do I care? No, it's bat murder. Oh, wow. He hit with a baseball bat. No, a bit with a bat. He died of poison. Wow. Okay. Terrible. I, I don't I don't understand why we always go gun violence. We'll get the guns away. I think, no, no. End the black market. Lost a family member who was shot. You would get eight out of 10 of those children raise their hand. I'm not sure about that now. Those are the people we have ignored. We've Yeah, we've ignored them for about 10 years. Left. Yeah, we've ignored them for about 10 years. We have. Yeah. And you were borough president for how many years? Normalize mm-hmm. violence in our city and hey, the violence of violence in our city and That's in right. our entire country. That's what this is about. And so I'm encouraged with the police department has done with the gun suppression unit, the number of arrests. Uh, we need to do a better. Because that'll solve it. You know what we'll do? We'll arrest our way out of it. Don't stop the black market. Arrest your way out of it. I mean, look, there's there's an old joke about the Poles in in Poland when the Russians controlled Poland after World War II, where they would say there's three types of Polish people. Those who were in prison, those who are in prison, those who will be in prison. So, yeah, there, there was a, a, a Polish protester is is mad at the at the Russians. At the at the Russian uh, commissars, the Soviet commissars, they weren't right. They were Russian. They were Soviet. And he goes, "You can't arrest us all," and the Soviet commissar says, "Why not? <laughs> I'll just arrest all of you. I don't. I, why not? We're Soviets. We arrest anybody. We don't care. We don't care. There's three hundred of you. I guess three hundred arrests. It's fine. Whatever. So this is this is his plan. We'll just arrest more people because what could go wrong? What could go wrong?" Putting more people into Rikers Island, the country's most violent jail. What could go wrong? Better job and giving them the support that they deserve. I mean, you want to give them better jobs. You want to give them jobs and the support they deserve. With the money, this is real money that we're putting into this problem. And it's really real impressive. But I'm telling you, you know, I think we found out one thing we've learned in, in America, particularly recently. If you throw money at a problem, solves it every time. And if it doesn't get perfectly solved, you throw more money at it, then it's like super solved. And then if that's not good enough, you throw even more money at it and arrest some people, right? So you make the law, so you arrest people and throw more money at it. Then it's double, double dog super solved at that point, right? So he's happy. We're throwing lots of money at this problem because... That always works, or you could end the black market. Just saying, or you could do the throw money and the support and give the jobs and arrest lots of people and put people, the people in the brown and black communities you're starting to support, put more cops into those communities to arrest more people and send them to the most violent prison, most violent jail in the country. I mean, that that's a plan, yours. or you could end the black market. 
I'm just saying, which either one. What the governor is going to announce today and continue to announce and roll out with their team. And I'm also encouraged with the energy that that we're seeing across this entire city that we're recognizing we Mm -hmm. must fix this problem. Because people get shot. It's tied into our economic recovery. The prerequisite to prosperity is public safety and justice. No one. Public safety and justice is the prerequisite. See, I'm moving shift on this one. I do. I move on shift on this one. Is it important? Yes. I feel like, though, I mean, particularly Americans, all people, but I'm going to push, well, maybe not now in America. I'm not even sure it's true now. For sure, there was a time in American history, particularly when the Old West was there, where Americans would risk anything for opportunity, right? Now, mostly immigrants do it now more than Americans do it, but still Americans too. We'll risk anything for opportunity, violence, death, disease, anything for opportunity. So I get that safety matters. It does. Safety matters for the people who are here now living their life. But for those people who want to move here, well, they don't want to move to a violent city. They want to move to a place with opportunity more than anything. They'll, they'll risk it, particularly the youth. The youth tend to think they're, Im- they're, they're immortal anyway and nothing can stop them anyway. So they believe almost anything. I remember when I was 17, 18, I thought I could beat anybody up. So I couldn't, but I thought I could. And um, so I think opportunity is actually more important than this because once there's opportunity and people and money start coming back, then they start to defend themselves. It's going to come back to our multi-billion dollar tourism industry if yep. three-year-olds are shot in Times Square. You could end the black market. It's just not going to happen. No one is yeah. getting back on our subway system to fill the office towers in Manhattan if they're being shoved on the subway tracks. We're no. It's not going to turn around this city. It's not going to turn around because people don't want to come back to work in New York City at all. That They just don't want to come back. Why would they want to get in the subway at all? That's, that's nothing you're saying. It's not about safety. Why do they don't want to come back? We're going to lose those high-income earners because yep. the income that comes from the 65,000 New Yorkers that are paying 51% of our taxes. Did you hear that? 65,000 New York City residents pay 51% of an 8.5 million person city taxes. 65,000 pay 51% of the taxes of a city of 8.5 million people at prior to COVID. Yeah. A lot of those people aren't coming back. They're just not. They're done. And when they don't come back, others who service them aren't coming back. This city is going to go down to under 7 million, maybe around 7 million or so, and that's where it's going to hover. The workers aren't going to come back. That's paying for our teachers and firefighters and police officers. If they flee to Miami, so too are their tax dollars. Yes, indeed. We need The Santas will be happy. And we need them to be. DeSantis be like, come on in. We want you. Come on in. Part of our economic recovery. So it's not about turning against each other. It's turning towards each other. See, there is a difference. You guys saw that. I brought this up uh, earlier. But see, when, when the rich people started to walk away from New York, Cuomo at least was trying to get him back. He was incompetent doing it because he didn't know any better. But he was like, come on, please. Eric is like, no, 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 no. I'm all about the money. I'm all about it. He just said, you 65,000 people. You are my new 65,000 best friends. You are now now my BFFs. He wants them to come back because they're paying all the taxes. 
He knows that. That's what he's trying to fix. De Blasio literally didn't care. When de Blasio got pushed back from the wealthy of the Upper West Side because he was literally putting homeless people in five-star hotels in their neighborhoods, that's a true story. That's what he did. When they complained, he said, what's wrong with you, you selfish rich people? Why aren't you happy to share your, your space with the poor people? What's wrong with you? Yeah, de Blasio doubled down. True believer. True believer. These guys like, no, no, no. We're the moderate ones. Look. And ensure that we can turn this around with employment, with support, with mental health professionals, giving jobs. Jobs equal dignity. Yeah. And you took them all away for about a year and a half. So they all went to the black market to get a dignity. And the problem is when it's in the black market, how do you gain respect? Violence. So there's more violence. And it's gun violence because gun violence is efficient. But let me ask you a question. Brilliant two guys up there, so smart, so smart, so savvy. What if you could somehow magically get rid of every gun in New York City with a magic powers that just the anti-gun shield? Boom, you got magic powers. All the guns are gone because that's how cool you are. I love it. All the guns are gone. No guns. How are they going to enforce their contracts now? They still can't use police force. What will they do? I don't know. Bats and guns. I'm back about bats and knives. Do you ever watch the uh, the um, the movie Gangs of New York? Yeah, they'd be doing that. Blades and bats and axes. They'd use whatever's required. Ask the United Kingdom. London knows about that. Hardly any guns in London. Knifing people left and right. In fact, was it last year or the year before? I don't remember when it was. London, with a population less than New York, had more murders. And they were all knife murders. This is an insanely stupid argument that people constantly make. They constantly make this argument. The problem isn't gun violence. Guns are simply the most efficient way you have, the most efficient tool you have for enforcing your contracts. So instead, make them not have to use that and let them use, I don't know, courts and cops a whole lot easier. A whole lot easier. And it equals opportunity. And so uh, today, we will not accept a force or either an argument that we have to have justice or public safety. They go together. They go together. And using that mechanism, we're going to have a safe city where we can raise healthy children and families. And I look forward to the partnership with this administration, as well as the partnership with with Washington, D.C. Yep, he likes likes it. turn around the systemic poverty and crime that's pervasive in far too many communities in the city. So again, Governor, I thank you for the opportunity to be here with you. Thank you very much. Well said. Beautiful. Look at that. Isn't that great? Amazing. Amazing, guys. Look how good that is. Aren't you? I'm so happy that guy is my governor and soon going to be my man. Oh. Let me grab a couple more of these if I can. Uh, you guys got, got a bunch of uh, things. I appreciate that. Jeff says, they just call New York City an affordable city. He's trying to make it that way. I think I think he thinks he has magic powers. I I maybe. I, I, I don't know how you make New York City um, an affordable city. I mean, you can. There are ways to do it, but nothing they would do because it, it, you could make New York City an absolutely an affordable city, it, but it would take you probably a decade. And it would take a lot of time and energy and changing the culture of the city. But you could do it. You could do it. It's possible. So, yes. John says, Escape from New York featuring Kurt Russell, the libertarian. That's right. 
Kurt Russell is a self-described libertarian. That's true. He was. Snake Plissken. Absolutely. Yes. So, Jamie, moderate? Question mark. So was Joe Biden. Don't hold your breath, Larry. Wolves in cheap clothing. He's not a cop anymore. The progressives know this and will make sure to reform him. New York City is a lost cause. They wouldn't de Blasio if that gives you any clue. Yes and no. I think you're right. Um, I'm not sure Biden was ever a moderate either, to be full with you. I think my view of, of Biden actually hasn't changed. Um, I think that um, Biden was always the get-along guy, and he would do whatever it takes to, to get what he wants, right? Whatever that is. I don't think he would care. He would be as, as far left or as far right or whatever. I mean, the guy wrote the crime bill, right? He doesn't, he doesn't care. He'll go anyway. That's what I feel about Biden. I feel like Biden is just, oh, is, will that get me? Okay, then what do I believe now? I believe that? Okay, yes. I've always believed that. That's what I feel from Joe Biden. Um, I think Eric Adams is actually, from what I've seen recently, I feel like he's actually out of his league. And it sounds bad, I know. But I feel like he's really out of his, out of his depth. I think, and then that's my worry about him more than anything. He's going to collapse and do whatever the people above him tell him. That's my concern. Is he actually doesn't have enough uh, that he that, that he doesn't feel like he's part of the the in crowd. That's my that's my worry about that. So yeah, you're right. New York City voted De Blasio, but they also now picked him and not the obvious person who, in theory, should have replaced De Blasio. They did not pick that person. So maybe there's some hope, Jamie. Maybe so. Yes. Larry says, man, Larry, you don't want to see me in retro spandex. <laughs> that's good. Uh, Kurt Russell is the one and only Pliskin. Yes, that's true. Call me Snake. Nobody said? I forgot. What was, his, what was his full name? Jake? No. I forgot his, his first name. It was something Pliskin. He kept come calling me Snake. I remember that. Yes. So, all right. Um, old school progressives. The bull moose would have been considered a moderate nowadays. That's true. Modern progressives hate moderates. Also true. Sam says, real old school progressive push for the prohibition of alcohol. Maybe they want to bring back mobs and speakeasies. I think they might be okay with that. <laughs> they might, they might be. Yes, they might be. Absolutely. Yes. A nudge. Ah, yes, a nudge. It's, it's the same which means I just keep, pu- like I'm pushing back on you on something. I'm, I'm pushing back. It's basically the person who nudges is a nudge. So, yes. Thank you, Ev- I used a, a term that I just thought that people would know. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Yes. All right. Uh, let's see if I can do this here. I knew de Blasio was going to be a train wreck, says Lorenzo, before he became mayor. Yeah. I knew a co-worker at my previous job whose mother was his neighbor in Park Slope. Her response, she would never vote for him. Now we all see why. Yeah, no. I mean, look, de Blasio, a lot of issues. De Blasio, William de Blasio isn't his name. Original, his, his birth name. His name is like, Something Wilhelm, but he didn't like that. And he changed his name like in 2000 to William from Wilhelm, the German Wilhelm. And de Blasio is his mother's, I think, maiden name. His father was German. His, his mother was, was Italian. So he took his mother's maiden name, de Blasio, and his father's last name, anglicized from Wilhelm to William. And that's how he became Bill de Blasio. So that's true story. You can check that out. His name's actually something Wilhelm. And he changed it. He went from his his father's last name, Wilhelm, to his mother's last name, de Blasio, and they just swapped them. So, yeah, kind of odd, right? Yes. All right. Um, oh, Julie thinks I'm wrong. He says Cuomo is a rapist. He's raped all of New York, used his friends and family plan, along with putting his family's names on whatever he can. 
Tough me to fight that one, Julie. Tough, tough me to fight that one. Yeah. Yeah. Shelly says, I finally got the chance to hear you live again. Thank you, Shelly. Good to see, good. I'm glad you're back in business. Thank you. Yes, good. Yes. Um, Nathan says, Lad, did you grow up in the city? If so, run for mayor. I did grow up in the city. I grew up in the Bronx and a little bit in Manhattan. I was actually born in Manhattan. I spent the first two years of my life in Manhattan as a little baby. I don't remember hardly any of it. Um, like when we drive by the area, sometimes like there's a, a, a vision I have, like that maybe I've been like a deja vu. That's about all I have from my Manhattan uh, lifetime as a, as a kid. It's all I look at, deja vu feeling. I don't really have any memories. I think it was two or three when I left um, when I left Manhattan. But uh, then I grew up in the Bronx until I was about 11. So I did. I grew up in a city. I did. So run for mayor? No. We have someone who's actually running for mayor, which is why this bothered me so much. Stacey Pressman's running for mayor here in New York City as a libertarian. Now, don't get me wrong. I know it's going to be really hard for her to win. But she still has a chance, right? Aren't you, like, innocent unless proven guilty? Isn't there always a chance for anybody to win? Don't we at least want to say let's walk down the road and go through the motions and give by due process, right? But we're already saying Eric Adams is the mayor. Well, he's not the mayor yet. He'll be the mayor in January if he wins the, the election in November. And again, I'm not fooling myself. The odds are... He's going to win. That's the odds. But it's not a done deal. So uh, why would I want to be mayor of New York City? That's, mayor of New York City is where your political career goes to die. I'll pass. No, thanks. William says they don't want diversive thought. No, no, you're right, William. That's different. I'm sorry. I should have been clearer. Maybe I wasn't clear on this one. I was talking about the original ideas of diversity and inclusion in the business world versus in politics. In politics, you are correct. They do not want diversity of thought. Savvy businesses do. Some businesses aren't savvy and they think was well, everyone should be in lockstep. But the savviest businesses actually do want diversity of thought with unity of purpose. They want everyone in a, having the same goal. So unity of purpose, diversity of thought. The best businesses do want that. That was my point. I, maybe I should have been clearer. I was saying where it originated from and what it's become. So, yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Um. Blaze says, we need mandatory minimums for violent rapists and child molesters. Have to have some nuance. Wouldn't want an 18-year-old guy or gal going away for dating a 16-year-old. Yeah, I think you do have to have that, right? But I am not a mandatory minimum um, guy at all, Blaze. I'm not. I'm not. a. Ma- That's what judges are for. The system is broken. We have, to re- we have to reform the system. Mandatory minimums, in my view, are completely unconstitutional. The Congress should not be saying what is a minimum, right? That seems unconstitutional. That's why you have a judge. Right, the judge decides. No. And most judges basically use a rubric, right? With adding in. So they don't even need, you know, it's very rare that a judge doesn't come close to whatever is in the rubric. And other judges judge that judge by the rubric, right? Did did he make it go that way? Right. So sort of example to be, you know, was it, you know, what's the what's the 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 span, right? Was it egregious? It goes higher. If it wasn't, it goes lower. Is there mitigating circumstances? It goes lower. Um, did he have a gun, which I can't stand, but that's true. It goes higher. <clears throat> Do we think he lied about it? That goes right. So they keep doing that. There's a rubric they use. I, I don't personally see any um, need for mandatory minimums. I really think that the judges should, we should have better judges, train them better and have a different environment because that's what judges are supposed to do. So yes. Um, Shelly says, Nathan, you can't have until he's done the state house. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, Absolutely. All right. Uh, Byron says, I heard something the other day. 
I was wondering if you have some insight. Jim Crow laws were only for federal employees. Is that true? And did they bleed out to private life? Um, no, that's not true. Jim, Jim Crow laws were state laws, so they can't have only been for federal employees. In fact, the federal the federal government was desegregated until Woodrow Wilson, who decided to resegregate the the federal government. The federal government was actually integrated. So, of course, not perfectly. Obviously, it wasn't perfectly, but it was at least integrated uh, officially. How about that? It was officially integrated. The federal government was right after the Civil War. Um, And then in 19, I don't remember what year was it, 14, 10? I forgot. In that era, era, when Woodrow Wilson was the president, um, he resegregated the federal government. the, uh, the federal employees. And that's when the, the, the federal government became segregated. The army segregated, all that was all segregated. The army was, was semi-segregated, I think, already. The army was not officially segregated, but it was segregated. There were, there were black troops, Buffalo soldiers um, versus um, white troops. But if I'm not mistaken, prior to Woodrow Wilson, if I remember that right, there were still black officers. My history will be off on that one, Byron. I forgot, because initially in the 1800s, there were no black officers. All, all, all they could only be non-commissioned officers, and all units were led by white officers, even if they were black troops. I'm not sure if that's still if that was true by the time Woodrow Wilson came around. So I hope that answers your question at least. I'm, I'm sorry, my my history isn't perfect in that regard. So all right, um, Nathan says I'm not going to engage in little differences in debate. Pure drivel. Yeah, he is. Of course he is. Of course he is. Yes. I see a future in the Senate for Mr. Adams if he wants it. Um, maybe. The, the problem with being a mayor of New York City is you really get you get attacked all the time, right? So he's going to have a lot of bad stuff with, uh, maybe, maybe. Torrance said retaliation shooting equals street justice. Yes, almost always, sure, right? Unless, unless that kid, unless kid A literally shot kid B and kid B survived and then came back to shoot kid A, then that might not be street justice. But in general, even that is. Think about this, Torrance. If, why would you shoot somebody, a 13-year-old example, who didn't shoot you? Why would you? How's that? There's no retaliation. Why would you shoot him? Because he shot one of yours. He shot one of your crew or he attacked one of your crew, or he stabbed one of your crew. And you can't have people stabbing your crew because if they stab your crew and they get away with it, they'll just keep stabbing your crew. They'll keep taking your territory. So I got to show this kid. He's 13, it's daylight, even better. That'll teach these guys. I'll shoot this kid and I'll shoot him in the daytime, mess with my crew again, see what happens. That's street justice. That's what it's about. But let's say it was personal personal right so kid a shot kid b there's no gangs i'm making it up i don't think it's true but for the sake of argument no gangs kid a shoots kid b kid b survives the shooting why did kid b get shot why did he get shot because he was dating his girlfriend probably not maybe but probably not probably he was doing something like maybe selling weed in the corner he shouldn't be selling weed or maybe i'm moving weed because now with the black market Literally, you're moving, you know, you're moving TVs and computers and screens. You're moving all kinds of stuff now. People stealing stuff from Amazon, moving that stuff. You're moving something, right? You move something. You decided to try to take it. So you got shot. Now come back to get him. 
Still, that's the black market. Still, that's street justice. Because I can't call the cops, Torrance. I can't call the cops and say, Torrance stole my stolen goods. Torrance took my, my, my black market stuff. Torrance took it. I can't call the cops. What am I going to do now? Can I go back out in the street and sell again? I can't get protection from the cops. And now if I don't come shoot you, someone's going to come take my stuff again. So I got to make sure, one, you don't take my stuff, so I got to shoot you. So you got to go. And then if you go, everyone else goes, I can't take Larry's stuff. Larry will put a bullet in me, literally in the middle of the, of the street. That's why I'm saying street justice. Does that make sense? That's how it's street justice. Whether It's probably gang-related, but even if it isn't gang-related, it's still street justice. I hope that's clear at least. So end the black market. You end the need for retaliation, retaliation shooting. You end the need for street justice. You end that need. That's the point. William says, 13-year-old baby next to him calling 20-year-old children and 30-year-old adolescents. If, yes. <laughs> yes. Whatever will get you thinking, yes. Pete, whoa. Cuomo hated to hear it's not an assault rifle program. Yeah, he did. Pete, he was mad. What? Got to get rid of all the assault rifles. What's an assault rifle? Whatever I deem it to be assault rifle. That's it. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Shelly says, agreed, no one's committing crimes at long arms. It's true. Yeah, it's true. In the movies, though, Shelly, in the movies they do, because it looks cool, right? In the movies they do. Yes. William says, we do have a handgun problem. The problem is too few New Yorkers are not allowed to carry them. Own them and carry them. Yeah. You know what? That's a nice spin, William. You're right. We do have a handgun problem. That's true. We don't get to own them. That's a problem. I agree. Yes. Violence will continue, says Blaze 2019. Uh, no politician can admit the drug war, broken families, and the press wages from open borders, and no belief in God are the issues. All right. Let me walk down all of those. War on drugs, yes. Broken family, yes. The press wages, yes. Open borders, yes. But again, because it's illegal, right? Belief in God. I wanted to adjust that to to the broken to the breaking of local churches. I think that's accurate. I don't think belief in God in this case is the answer. I think the breaking down of local churches is the answer. For so many communities, the local church was a place to literally air air things, talk things out. You got the clergy to try to fix things and work things out. Um, it was a community. It was a place of purpose. Um, that's still true today, but nowhere near what the local church used to be. Now there are so many more, not in New York City, but outside New York City, heavily mega churches. And am I against mega churches? I'm not against mega churches. I just don't see their value compared to a local church, right? If you're going to be part of a congregation, I feel like the mega church is much more like everyone going to a football game versus going to a to a local church that will literally support local community. So I think the rise of the mega church, in my view, is not a good thing. I think a local church is much stronger. So that's why I'm, I'm that's why I'm again I'm being the again because I I don't think just the belief in God is 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 the thing. I think it's the community and purpose that local religion can bring to an area. That is what I think is is a piece. Not necessarily just, I go to a mega church, right? I go to whatever, Joel Olstein, 
I don't care if you like Joel Osteen. It's fine if you like Joel Osteen. But Joel Osteen is not going to – Joel Osteen may make you a better person depending on how you use his teachings. He might, and he might not. Depends if he sells hope. You need hope, great. But that's not going to help your local community. And so I would I'd make a nuance on that. The open borders piece, it's because they're all illegal. It goes right back to the black market. The drug war goes right to the black market. Broken families from the black market that go to jail. So yeah, all of that's black market. So end the black market, your first three, and then support the local church, your last one. There's my answers to those four, right? End the black market for all those three. Don't have don't have a drug war. Have smart legal uh, legal. Have smart legal immigration, which I've had a plan for that for literally years. I've talked about how you can do it. You can secure a border and still have vibrant immigration that's legal. It's totally possible. People don't want to do it, but totally can be done. And the drug war, deal with family law, which is a big problem also. Fix the court systems. That gets rid of broken families. Support local churches. There we go. So, yes. Um, what do you mean by black market in this case? I think I was explaining it uh, earlier. I apologize. But because people aren't working, they're just taking things in other places. And people are selling things in the black market, crossing into New York State. They're selling they're selling fentanyl. Like there's no tomorrow. They're selling meth. So, the, so drugs, of course. But they're also selling goods, right? They're selling. They're stealing off Amazon and they're selling stuff on the streets, all that kind of stuff. So yes. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, make jobs illegal. Yeah, he made jobs illegal. Yes. Right. Interesting. Make certain jobs illegal and work becomes contraband. Yes. Absolutely. Like these people are working off the books. Why do you think so many people aren't going back to work? When you might say to yourself, well, the money they're giving you in this area, look, if you're getting an extra six, if you're getting 600 bucks a week in certain parts of this country, that's good money. In certain parts of this country, mm, not so great. Depends where you live, right? New York City, you're doing something else on the side. You're doing something else on the side, off the books. You're doing something illegal. All right, now what happens, Nathan? You and I live in New York City in this case. And you and I are both on a dole getting some cash, but not enough to survive well in New York City. So you and I start doing something illegal together. Let's say, for example, I start paying you off the books, right? I start paying you off the books, do some work for me. Maybe some of the work I want you to do, I want you to, I want you to be on my team here on a sharp way, right? But I don't want to pay. So I don't want people to know because we both get money. So I just pay you off the books. And then next month I decide, yeah, 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 I'll pay you, Nathan. I will. I, I'll, I'll get you next month. And you trust me. You shouldn't do that. Well, you trust me. Now two months goes by. I don't pay you. Three months. I don't pay you. Now I take your stuff and say, get out. Larry, you owe me three months. Go to cops. What are you going to do? I might get visited by you one day with a bat. Does that make sense? That actually happens. Yes. That kind of stuff happens. That's the black market. But if we're not working in the black market, then you just call the cops or sue me or whatever, right? Whatever, you do that kind of thing. So yeah, that's what I mean by that. That's how it winds up happening. So yes. Pete says, New York City Police Force is an army. It is 40,000 strong. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So um, let's see. You guys like the black market beast. I do appreciate that. Yes. All right. Um, Cuomo's a bobblehead. That's very good. I like that. Very good. Cuomo created this program. Yes, absolutely. Um, John says guns are racist and are against vegetarians and vegan diets. Yes, we discussed how the guns became racist. Cuomo's already said this. We discussed this last time. They are. Guns need CRT, need some critical race theory training. Then they'll be fine. Yes, absolutely. 
Yes. Um, Paula says, Adam's really hitting all the Dems talking points. And Brandon's worries. Luke, he might lose an Emmy. The new man. And man we'll see if we've got like, supporting structure or something like that. Absolutely. You know, something like that. Absolutely. So, all right. Um, let me grab a couple more of these if I can. Uh, Shelly says, church for me is family. There we go. See, that was my point. I think, che- I think Shelly and I are on the, same, on the same page here, right? Um, mega churches are not that tight since you have no idea who's in your church family. Good. I'm not against mega churches. If you like that stuff, if that motivates you, if you want to go, awesome, go. I'm not against it. I just prefer, I think, for our society that local churches tend to be better for the community. That's all I'm saying, right? I think they tend to be, you know, they tend to be. I think so. Yes. Torrance says, I was agreeing. Oh, okay. It's definitely sweet justice or just careless behavior most of the time with young people shooting each other, finding role models in the street corner. Yes, 100%. I actually bring it up in my in my book, by the way. My book on happiness is coming out next month and it'll be available for pre-order probably this month. So we can knock that out. So yes, I talk about that, how I was trying to find them uh, in the Marine Corps. Absolutely. So um, Woodrow Wilson was pure evil. <laughs> yeah, thank you. There we go. Fair enough, good answer. Thank you. Okay, good. I like that. Yes. All right. Um, Cuomo took power away from judges. Also true. Yes. Also true. I appreciate you. Yes. Paul says, I'm agreeing with you on Biden, Larry. He was he was a get. I think it means a long guy who said what well, he needs to get elected. Yep. He would support the GOP tomorrow if it got another. Yes. I, I think that's who he is. I, I think that that's exactly who he is. Yes. Absolutely. Paul says there were 150 murders in London in 2019. Wow. Yeah, they were only killed by knives or bats. So that doesn't count, Paula. Those aren't real murders. It's not gun violence. So those 150 families that were devastated by losing a loved one, I don't know why they're crying. It wasn't gun violence. Who cares? That's it. Who cares? Absolutely. 100%. So guys, I want to ask them if, if I could, please like, comment, and share. Please take the world's smallest political quiz. It does matter. I know I bug you every time. Please do it. It does matter. It makes my sponsors happy. Click that piece. If you think you've got the cash, support the show. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. Throw me 10 bucks if you can if you can spare it. If you can't, no worries. Like, comment, share is free. And World's Smallest Political Quiz, also free. You know what also is free on top of it? You can subscribe to my YouTube page right now. Sharpway YouTube page. You can subscribe to my Twitter. Sharpway Twitter. You can subscribe to my Facebook page. Larry Sharp. I'm sorry, the Sharpway with Larry Sharp. You can do all those things. They're all free and they all help the show. All matters, please, and I appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to packing up. I'm getting ready. I'm heading to Albany uh, tomorrow and, and Sunday, and I'll be back here on Monday. I will see you all very soon.